Welcome everybody back to Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network. And here today we are reviewing Bohemian Rhapsody, which sounds like it's a Queen song. It is. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, guys, this I'm really movie, proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is about, basically about Freddie Mercury and his stint with Queen and his life, basically. His life during the time of the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Queen time. Queen time. Queen time. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think initially? Well, actually, you know what? Let's let's give a little bit of background. So how long have you been listening to Queen? Ever since I was a little kid. So how long is that, little kid? Uh, we're going to go, <laughs> let's just say at least 15 years so far. Okay. Am I next? Mm-hmm. Um, intentionally, never. Accidentally, not knowing that it was Queen. Through multiple commercials, apparently. Yeah, you came out of the movie and was like, I knew every song in the entire movie. Did not and didn't know, know it was it. Queen. I'm sorry. Please don't be mad. I'm a little, I'm slightly upset. Okay. <laughs> we'll get through this. Together. So, I've been listening to Queen probably since like uh, eighth grade, I would say, probably. Eighth grade. You know, mostly like. Never, just never the albums, always the greatest hits. I just never got into like the albums. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was like single digit age because my mom was into that. Another One Bites the Dust was my jazam for a really long time. I did not know that was Queen So, also. gonna make a jizz comment? <laughs> Were you holding back? No, I wasn't at all. <laughs> but thank you for making Uh-oh. me question editing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. But keep the jizz in. <laughs> yeah, fine. my my mom liked Queen, so I was exposed to it at a young age. But yeah, it was the same thing. Like I never had like full albums. It was yeah. You know, I knew every song in the film, but yeah. I just I listened to them here and there. Found ones before others. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if all of the songs that weren't in the movie were written by the bass player. <laughs> uh, I love that they like poked at that. I know. Maddie J is player. not amused. <laughs> You're kind of right. Kind of yeah. not right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thoughts like like be, taking fanship into consideration, mm-hmm. like probably being the most diehard fan. What are your oh, thoughts? Yeah, uh, I just felt like it could have been a better movie. For the person that Freddie Mercury was, mm-hmm. the movie doesn't live up to Freddie Mercury, per se, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't, but we will ask you after we talked about how this movie does it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> Freddie is such a larger-than-life person at this point, especially for 40 years from Bohemian Rhapsody and all that. It's gone, grown. Everyone that heard a lot of songs, especially in, like, baseball stadiums and all that. Yeah. It's just the movie wasn't as good as it could be. Yeah. Mm. I I do agree, but probably for different reasons, but... Um, yes and no. What, what did you think, Taylor? Well, when I saw the trailer, since I was not a Queen fan, I didn't get, you know, like, too amped up about seeing the movie, but then I started seeing posts that it was the best movie of 2018, and everyone was, you know, like, really hyping it up, so... I was definitely a little bit more interested at that point, and I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was too long, but it wasn't a bad movie. I don't mm. think it was the best movie I've seen this year, but that could also be because my fanship level is not quite as high as other people. Yeah. Yeah, to be fit, like, growing up, like, Freddie Mercury was always this larger-than-life icon that I knew of. Mm. Like, I knew he was gay. I knew, like, all this crazy shit about him. Like, I knew he was this character. Um, so, but, like, I, I didn't, like, know, like, a like a detailed backstory on his character and, like, you know, as much as Matt does. Um, but I, I did know, like, who he should be. Um, and I, I did think that the actor who played uh, Freddie Mercury, Rami Malek, who's in Mr. Robot, um, I thought he did... A fantastic job but it has nothing to do with any issues I had with the movie I thought he deserves all the awards I thought he was he I thought he portrayed Freddie Mercury pretty damn authentically um, and I think 
that his lip syncing matched up perfectly. Ten out of ten. Whoever with, put that shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Um, I thought this was fantastic. There's inaccuracies, very big ones, but I definitely think this was geared towards Queen fans, and that's what worried me because I saw this opening weekend, and I usually when I go to the movies, I go at like fucking. One in the afternoon when no one's there. This was a packed theater full of like 40 and 50 year old women. <laughs> and probably I want to see this again like by myself because there was so much unnecessary singing. Really? <laughs> we didn't have any yeah, singing. There was just, it, they were trying to be quiet, but the person behind me was singing along like fuck. There was very immature giggling whenever there was um, kissing between men happening. Yeah, we had that. And I'm like, you were 50, like you were grown ass adults. And you know this is who Freddie Mercury was. Like he was a, a gay man. He did genuinely have a heterosexual relationship with Mary. That happened. The BFS. I'm like, wow, I love them. He is a legit cat father. You must have gone bonded. You must have gone that. during a like I literally a went game like, for like a paint night. I went or at like one o'clock in the afternoon, the <laughs> Sunday, the, the weekend it came out, and there was packed fucking theater. All the carols. Like, I get easily agitated. <laughs> easily, easily. Well, How many carols, easily. Sam? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I get easily agitated if Carly anyone like crinkles their bag popcorn too much during a movie. So I like got over it because like in my head I'm like, fuck yeah, these are all bops. But like I don't vocalize in a theater. Why? Because you don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> that Unless is you're rude. a trash human. So like I'm, I'm just getting tense the whole time. Like I'm gonna let you live this, Carol. <laughs> just know that I've kicked you in the mouth. Is that your Several baby? Times. Well, could you stab it? Is it, is it, is it, is it what is it Tom says? Are you stabbing are you your stabbing baby? Your baby? Are you stabbing your baby? No, I love the baby. No, I love the I baby. Love baby. <laughs> There's a baby in the theater being a baby. Holy Tom's, shit. Anyway. Shout out to you your like mom's house. Fucking find us and help us out, bro. bro. Anyway. There's that. But um, <laughs> cinematography-wise, I thought this this film was great. You know, there are major inaccuracies, but they purely did that to make this film a film because the story of Queen goes on for fucking miles. Yeah. And they needed to condense this down into an already very long film, which I didn't have a problem with the length of it, but they did change things for the purpose of making it a film. So mm-hmm. here's a question I have for both you and Matt. Okay. Is oh boy. Where <laughs> were the blatant inaccuracies? Yes. Without going into too much detail, because I don't want to derail the plot. Um, but where were like first? Let's start with you, Matt. Like where was for for you were the glaring inaccuracies? Well, I'm not an expert on like early Queen before like Bohemia and Killer Queen and all that. But the biggest inaccuracy was everything surrounding Live Aid. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. was the hundred. That's what got me going uh, to Which this movie. Which is what movie. started and finished this film. So it's kind of uh, shitty that that's where the biggest inaccuracies were. Yeah, mm. and I understand why they like cut it down for story wise, and yeah, it'll sure. make a much rounded more movie. For sure. But like you were saying about how long it was, mm-hmm. I'm personally a fan of like three hour movies. So this movie oh, I could, wasn't bothered by this. I story. could watch this could be a four hour movie, and I would still love it. Yeah, but. What am I trying to say? Live Aid. Yeah, it's about Live Aid. They try to condense everything into like this couple span of a few days. Yeah. And it's a big concert. And granted, it was probably the biggest rock concert of all time. Mm-hmm. But it's like this big thing and it's reuniting Queen. And it's just, it wasn't like that at all. It was absolutely not accurate. Apparently, Queen mm. was in doing performances in Japan, I think, when Live Aid was being talked about. Mm. So the fact that this whole, like, Mm. you know, Freddy's on this bender with that, you know, agent guy, whoever the fuck he is, he confused me a little bit there. Yeah. He he was, the solo thing was talked about, but they never broke up. Yeah, it was never a thing. And the only reason Live Aid they didn't know about it first was because I think they were in Japan and then they came back and I 
They're also in uh, South Africa at they, some point. Yeah, and they were kind of hesitant to do it anyway because they were worried about the sound quality not being as whatever because it's an outdoor venue and then it ended yeah. up being a super great performance, which I will give it that. I went home and watched the Live Aid performance down to the fucking cups on the piano. Oh yeah, it's accurate. They did that so well, but mm. everything on why Live Aid happened in the film is not how it happened. Yeah, mm. Freddie was not diagnosed with AIDS until after that performance. A, a long time a couple, after. A couple of years after I think it was 87. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. He did die from it. If you didn't know that, you're a fucking idiot. But like, it, he, the, his his AIDS being like, I have AIDS, we're gonna do this performance is not how it happened. They were playing a fucking show and they came back. They changed that to make this film a film. Yeah. That's kind of a major That's a huge thing. It is. It's incredible. It's Queen like, sticks a huge thing. But they needed to change shit to make this a film. They needed the big dramatic whatever like live aid was a super great performance by them but he wasn't his him being sick is not what drove maybe in the movie they should have called it live aids shut up evan (sighs) shut up kind of kidding that hurt me no it was it was a little bit it was a little it's a little annoying to hear this though from you because like that's such a major departure from the truth and that's why people had an issue with it and i feel like there's gonna be younger people who not gonna know like to jump on the bandwagon of liking old music because that's what's hip and not you know yeah. Whatever, and they're gonna think that that's what happened. It's kind of not, not right. What happened? Like, there was a lot of, of stuff that was accurate. I'm kind yeah. of against that. But though. that but, whole but, end was so the fact that that's what it was building up to, and to have it just be wrong, yeah, is just like oh well the mm. fact that All like right. like the trickle down like when you play the cup game and like you talk in people's ears and yep. tell them one thing and by the time you end up getting to the end of the circle it's a completely different thing that's how i feel like right now except like it shouldn't be like the studio shouldn't be a 12 year old fucking kid they shouldn't be fucking sugarcoating things if it's a queen movie it should be about queen it should be authentic and I if i don't like fucking like it then i don't fucking like it i feel like it wouldn't be that exciting on yeah, like thing in the way that's it the happened. Problem, though. Freddie was iconic because he was fucking iconic. Like mm-hmm. he yeah. just is. But like, and Queen, in their you know, with the fact that they were able to change their sound and still keep a solid fan base, you know, yeah. they were great. But if you were to actually play out everything in the way it happened, it would be like, all right, you mm. guys were cool. It's really sad that he died, but. It was never any of this super dramatic. Well, he was dramatic, but he was not very in, dramatic. Not in the sense that like, mines. We need to do this show. Like, it's not how it. Happened. So they never actually broke up in real life. No, they never no. They just up. took a break. They took a break. They took they like a one year break. Broke up. I have a problem with that inaccuracy, and I'm literally gonna knock it down to half a point. You mean now? I literally, I am so against that. If you're gonna do a biopic, don't fucking lie. Yeah. Like, like I didn't know that, and now I peg this down, this movie down a half a point. Well, if I might add, uh, so ending the movie at Live Aid is like the climax of the movie because yep. that's the peak of Queen's career. Yeah. Yeah. In order to like do the whole, he got AIDS a few years later. You got to show the whole downfall of Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And they have videos of it. There's like documentaries on it. It's really depressing. It's it it's really sad. Towards the end of yeah. his life, like he was looking they did a video so of him maybe a, a few months before he died, and he is he just looks not good. So unhealthy. He's it's mm. really sad. Mm. So I understand them wanted to end it on a high note, and yeah. you, you can't really end it on a high note with Freddie Mercury without mentioning the AIDS. Yeah. So yeah. I understand why they did it, but as somebody who really likes accuracy, it just bugged me. Yeah. Mm. But moving on. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So we start the movie. We start the movie. F- um, actually, how do we start the movie? We start the movie with Freddie Mercury being a, a really young kid. Well, we start the movie with seeing like the the highlights of the show at the end, the yeah. live age show. Yeah. yeah. And then we kind of and like, cats and cats and yes. cats. Very important. We gotta mention the cats. And then we're introduced to like, yeah, Freddie Mercury as like what seventeen year old kid, um, give or take, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with seventeen. That's a good number. Struggling to kind of try to find what he wants to do in life, and kind of you know relationship with his dad. Very cliched. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly cliched. Yeah. Mom and sister love him. Dad's like. 
you need a serious job and to stop going out all the time. I didn't mean oh, yeah. for that accent You to did come that out. thing that you did. just did there. You totally Fuck! did that. So, <laughs> that's like that's like immigrant mentality. That like mm-hmm. even even st- like more so way back then, but like even still now, it's like that's immigrant mentality. Yep. It's like and that's how like. And like I'm not saying this to be an insult or anything like that at all, but like that's why a lot of Indian people end up coming here and opening like convenience stores and stuff like that because it's like a venture that they can get into. It's a secure. It's secure. Way to make money. But they can do it without having to be uh, national, like nationality, de- like degraded for their nationality from other people. So it's like yeah. they're they can they can own something themselves and not have to face the, the general they're the boss of that shit. Right. Yeah. It, and it just kind of it, it just kind of happened that way. It's like it is a coincidence that a lot of Indian people do own convenience stores, but it's kind of because like when people came to America from other countries, everybody kind of settled in their own kind of fields and mm-hmm. and ended up helping each other out from their nationality by helping each other else open up convenience stores and you know irish had like potato farmers and stuff like that um and you know it's, it's just the difference of like that like nationalities don't end up like it's not like they're like what indians do like they weren't born to own convenience stores like they came to america and like that's the opportunity they seized and helped each other mm-hmm. helped each other create and do that's why a lot of jewish people end up being jewelers or like or accountants and stuff like that it's all we're listening all kinds of stereotypes today <laughs> they're accurate it, they're accurate stereotypes but they're not stereotypes because of, like they're not like like you're like i'm jewish like no one's gonna like come to me like why do you become a jeweler or a lawyer you're a jew and i was like and and, and i would be like you know and today i don't have to do that mm-hmm. but like Old when, school ways, you were like, you right. need to be this or this. Old school. Because of what you are. Old school immigrant America, like people coming to America, like they came into that <laughs> and they just did what they could. And like people who got successful helped UK. other people. I know, but I'm just trying to explain yeah, no, the, I get it. the nationality. Still, yeah. It, it's, it's the same over there. It's like they're still immigrants yeah. coming over to the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, His dad didn't like how he was going out every night. Right. And I don't know if that's legit. Yeah, I'm not sure if that. I feel like that is too cliche to be legit. It but seems to have cliche. it be like you need to do a normal job, and then I'm gonna love you at the end because that's what a good movie needs. It was exactly. a really strong <laughs> so relationship. That's though. why I'm like, okay, is that one legit? Well, when his dad was proud of him, I did cry. Pause. Um, whoever was in charge of casting is fucking insane. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. The because it showed pictures of his parents, too. And I'm like, whoever the fuck just played his mother, I thought was a legit mom. I'm right. Like, oh, fuck. And then it was all the scary. members were legit. Yeah. It was so accurate. Sorry, I needed oh, yeah. to, like, not forget to bring that up. Because even though there were inaccuracies, everyone looked like who were, they were supposed to. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... Scarily. I'm like, where the fuck do you find people? How do like, they go about that? Like, they just post a picture of their his parents and they're like, no, they if you dating. look like this, hit us up. Because <laughs> like, it's almost too. like identical. All the band like, members looked exactly alike as well. Like, oh, yeah. I was really... Brian? Yeah, Brian. Brian looked exactly yeah. like Brian. Yep. And I was like, is that a relative? Because like... Yeah. It was pretty... The was accents crazy. were amazing. Yep. I'm a sucker for... Like, I feel like anything, even if it's a shitty British accent heavy movie, I'm still gonna like it. I feel like mm. you just the, like accents. the accents just get me. I like, did. There's people who hate Shaun of the Dead, and I feel like if Shaun of the Dead was made in America, it would have been stupid. But I think because <laughs> they're British, it makes it so much better. It's the humor that you that's, need. Yeah, and I think that's what we're, I mean, they, they're British, they're a British band, but like, I just fucking love this movie. <laughs> yeah. With inaccuracies in mind. It, it, it was kind of like... a film, I liked it. It was yeah, refreshing. Yeah, it was a good film. It was refreshing to see like a movie try really hard to get everything accurate in mm-hmm. terms of like just the way people act and the way people looked. They did botch the storyline a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the movie itself was great. Um, you know, say what you will about how they modified the plot, but yeah. you know, the I movie think, was great. As a film, I think it's. I mean, maybe this is just my opinion, but I think it's less offensive if you get the characters like 
who they were as people done really well. well. Yeah. And then maybe yeah. the storyline is not quite as accurate. Whereas if they had like done this storyline somehow completely accurately, but the characters fell a little bit flat, yeah. that would have been, in my agree. opinion, as like this type of film, that would have been worse. Cause it's like, if you're trying to like, portray this group and this like iconic band and then you Jack don't Black do it Freddie the Mercury. right way like I feel like that would <laughs> I feel like that would have been I mean I almost fell off when I saw uh, Mike Myers in the credits and I was like he's in this movie and then he was yeah, yeah he played the e, e e what the fuck are they called EMI EIM guys he was a he, he was, was the mean recording guy yeah, he was supposed to represent a whole ton of people that queen went through on their journey to the top it didn't happen yeah. like they that. discovered they made it this far like he was supposed to represent a shit ton of people who told them that they weren't gonna make <gasps> he it he was the anywhere. guy behind the desk yeah he yeah. was yeah. the guy behind the desk oh yeah. my god i totally didn't you didn't hear him when he was getting mad he all i heard was him yelling oh, yeah. at donkey in his swamp that's all i heard and i'm like oh fuck that's him because at first i didn't I didn't notice. No, I didn't notice. His makeup was was really good. Fat hide. Welcome. And then... (laughs) Welcome. And then he started yelling, and I was like, oh, I see you. His makeup was super good. He wore sunglasses. That's all it was. If he didn't have his sunglasses on, I would have completely lost it. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. It's because of his sunglasses. Damn. I missed that. The hair, too, though. I saw him in the opening credits, and I'm like, He was fully done up, but if he didn't have sunglasses on, I would have known it was him. Who is he supposed to be? He's supposed to represent represent a lot of people. Yeah. He just told them that they weren't going to make He's it. He's just an amalgamation. Yeah. He's not yeah. a real character. He's not a real person, no. Okay. Interesting. Because they were... Which they I feel kept, like was smart. Yeah. They kept changing their sound, so it's very... You know, that's obviously there's people going to be like, Queen needs to be this. And then when Bohemian Rhapsody, they were like, it's six minutes. Radio can't play for six minutes. Da, 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 da. But like... That was they, an actual thing. They, yeah. They brought up actual <clears throat> songs... I mean, it's you know, the most recognizable ones, but they sound the most different from each other. Mm. And I think it was kind of to show when he was like, you're not going to make it, you know? We need something that sounds like what you've been doing and, like, can't play a song in six minutes. And he, he was supposed to represent a bunch of people that hmm. was like, you're not going anywhere. And then mm. Queen's iconic half. That was a pretty awesome scene, like that whole like back and forth between the producer and Freddie Mercury and the band. Miami. Miami. <laughs> Miami. That was great. I don't know if that's true that they called him Miami. I don't either, but, but I, I don't so. care. I love that. that was <laughs> it was Miami. good. Yeah. Oh, he's like, I loved it. I'm like, yes, agree, Miami. Yes. So, like, it's it's kind of hard to balance back and forth between this movie because like a lot of ha- a lot happens. A lot happens yeah, in a, a short runtime. Yeah, yes. and it's kind of and it's not necessarily all time accurate as you said. No, it's not. Absolutely. There's not. other things that are really not time accurate either. They didn't. Yeah. Ex- I don't know if I missed it, but they didn't. Okay, so in the beginning. When Freddie Mercury goes to the clubs, whatever, he sees the band, which is not Queen at the time. Smile. What is it? Smile. Smile. smile? Yeah. yeah. Is that no, accurate? No, that's, yeah. that's accurate. That was okay. a real thing. So smile. And then, you know, their lead guy is like, I gotta go do this shit with this other band. We're not going anywhere, whatever. Yeah. Um, Freddie Mercury is like, I like the, your sound, whatever the fuck he said. He sings for them, whatever. And then they make the comment when he's walking away. They're like, can you play bass? And he's like, nope. And then halfway through the movie, John exists. And I'm like, when did he come in? I know it's focused on Freddie uh, Mercury, but like, I don't I feel like all of a sudden they're like, here's our bass player. They literally say that. They say, <laughs> and yeah, here's our new bass player. Like, when? <laughs> When the first show that they do was with Freddie. John? Oh, yeah, it was John. The, first, the first show they do. The one where they were told to lip sync on TV? No, 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 that no, was like, no. The oh, when he's really yeah. accurate, like he's awkward and he... When he, he sings the wrong that mic Okay, because okay. I was like, when did he show up? Because yeah. I didn't notice him until he started playing the bass line to Another One Bites the Dust. I'm like, where has he been the whole time? <laughs> no, when, hey, where have you been, when they did that, yeah, When they did that first show with Freddie, they say, this is our new singer and our I new bass player. I completely missed that. I'm so mad at myself. Because that whole movie, How dare you? Like, yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did you come yeah. from? And now I know. He's it was kind of just like a... Bites the dust. Yeah, and no I'm like... Proof no here. one likes the bass player. You've been here the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> he just... He never... 
but even like holy shit, you can talk. Yeah, hey. no, but like I don't know. I liked there was how... things every there's a lot of things I liked, and then shit, like I, I'm mad at myself that I missed that. The it progression. Was like two seconds. I know. The progression of the band getting older and getting like families and stuff like that was done very well. Like I feel like they all quick. had their own person. Yeah, but I feel like they all they own. I got their own personality from each of this that situation. Yeah. It was a little bit different for each of them, and like I got that just because of how good their acting was, and I didn't have to be filled in. Like five minutes was enough. I understood it. Yeah. I, I thought the acting in this was fantastic. I'm someone. Mm-hmm. I know this is supposed to be focused on Freddie Mercury, and I think that's why I was so upset because I'm genuinely interested in where all of all of their lives went with mm. it. Yeah. And I think that's why I was like, "Where the fuck did you go? And where did you come from?" Because a lot of it was focusing on all the shit that like Freddie was doing. Yeah. And it didn't focus on anything anyone else was doing, and it made them look like Freddie was this big monstrous person, and everyone was living lives and doing their own it thing. Did. And then Freddie had to come back and beg pretty much and, mm. you know when yeah. he was like can we have a minute and they were like what'd you do that for and he was like I just felt like it I'm like that didn't happen no. to be brutally honest uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie the entire time I kept saying to myself wow Freddie Mercury was kind of a douchebag even all the way up to the end I kept thinking like wow he kind of is an asshole the entire movie very sassy but like he wasn't like he was like that, but he wasn't like that. Like, he was very... It was like a genuine type of... Yeah, like, he he had his sass. He was a oh, very yes. large personality, but, like, mm. he also was very hands-on with behind-the-scenes stuff, like, they showed him doing, but, like, he wasn't as, like, back-talky mm. as, like... I feel like when they yeah. threw in that whole, like, he's going on a downward spiral with all the drugs and shit. Like, yeah, they did drugs, they drank, they smoked, they did... They were they rock did. Band. All of right. that shit, but yeah. they all did that. Yeah. So that's why yeah, they made it seem like he just did it, yeah. and everybody else was like yeah. career focused because was... they had to make that whole like the blow, you know, the whole the... like you you need us and all that shit. And then Freddie Mercury's like, I don't need you guys. Fuck y'all. They paid me like four million dollars or whatever the hell it was. I feel like this happens in yeah. every movie that's about a band that's like, oh no, we're breaking up. Yeah. Everything. We're going on a solo project. Yeah. Yeah. And just... which is also pretty inaccurate too. Yeah. Yeah. They all, when they took the break, they all, they were still working on shit. Like, Freddie Mercury was still, he was working on solo stuff, but Roger still came and did background vocals for him. And most of Freddie's Mm. solo stuff came out after Live Aid, like, after the movie ends. I think it was, like, 86 and 87. Yep, so even though he did do solo stuff, it wasn't this big thing thing that they, this film kind of tried to make it out to me, that he just got a little too big for his britches. And that's just not how it happened. I think it's like it's like a conundrum that people are too smart for, like people are too smart for certain things happening. Like people are too smart for certain things happening, but they're too dumb in a lot of ways to be like like they they went to the liberty of like making all of this shit fit their structure for the movie. Yep. It was well structured. It was well. It was a well-structured yeah. film, but like the more and more you say it, the, <laughs> the more, the more you think like, about it. The more I think about it, the more I'm thinking like, wait, like, is this okay? Like that they're just taking someone and 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 glorifying them in this light. And I don't it, think his family was unhappy with the outcome. Of no, it. I, I even the band wasn't yeah. even unhappy the band with wasn't it. Unhappy. It's they more of like recruit. the people yeah. like us who are getting too angry about shit. That's like, all right, but yeah. they were like for. Because it was a good film, and I think it's because they know the shit that actually happened. And like, if you yeah. open Google, you could also find out shit that happened. Um, but it, it is, it is kind of. There are people who don't like to learn shit, and they're gonna take this and think that this is accurate, and this is how it happened. And it's just my problem with mm. something being called a biopic and not and being, being a biopic yeah. and being yeah. absolutely fucking Which is incorrect. what a lot of people had a problem with with this because yeah. of the... It's like I can't like morally, <laughs> I can't give this what I was going to give it before knowing this. Yeah. Because, like I like, left, I was like, this was great. But... Like that's not how shit happened. Yeah, I was watching yeah. it and I'm like, nope, uh-uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> But then they got me with the fact that their Live Aid performance was in perfect. the film was spot on. Accurate, down to like so even the good. movements and arm gestures. It was... Rami, Rami, how do you say his name? 
Rami, I mean, we'll call him Ramen Noodles. Rami? Rami Malik. He was stupid good in this movie. I yeah. feel like, because I watched, he did a lot of, you know, prep work for oh, this. Oh, yeah. And um, even just, like, his whole, like, his fucking, Freddie Mercury couldn't dance. He could not dance. He just, yeah. like, twitched and everything. and But it worked. That's just who he was. And I think that Rami Malek, I hope that's how you say it, he did so good in, you know, his, like, stiff leg movements and everything and, you know, the arm shit. I was like, fuck yeah! Oh, it was really good. But, uh, yeah. I just, this whole drama queen fucking, I'm gonna fuck this agent guy and... You know, lose all my friends because I'm losing my grip on reality and shit. I was like, oh, man. I liked when you were calling Mary to talk to the cats because he did do that. Oh, yes. Yeah. He did that till the day he died. Yeah. He would call whoever was home and be like, can I talk to the cats? I'm like, fuck, that's me. Did they really live next door to each other? I actually don't know that. I'm not sure. I know they were together. For a really long time. For a really long time. And they continued the friendship. He was active in her daughter's life. He was the godfather. Was it a... They have a daughter together? They didn't have a daughter together, but she had a daughter. No, yeah. She was... Whoever she had with that guy was a a daughter. Yeah, and then he became the godfather of said daughter. So they were still very active in each other's lives, which I'm glad that they kept with, because I'm sure that must have been super hard to Mm. marry somebody and then have to be gay. But I feel like that whole thing was believable. It was. It could have been taken in so dramatic, like, I never want to see you again, but she was like, I can't even be mad at you because this is not your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck! Got me right in the feels! But like, in real life, their relationship... Never know, ended. They never ended. And they yeah. were continuously in each other's lives. So I'm like, I hope all of this is super accurate. Even the whole, like, when they did split up and... For the most part, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. For the most part. I, I actually didn't know about Mary before this film. Because mm. I was like, who, who is this bitch? And I'm like, oh, they were married? <laughs> well, I think they did it. I mean, obviously, I don't the know. The proposal like, didn't happen how it did in the movie either. He proposed to her on Christmas Day. How it sweet. It was just them two. It wasn't them bursting in the room that... We got a show or whatever the fuck they said. That's not how it happened. It was mm. very oh, right, and there right. were cats. Yeah. Plot device. Yeah. So like they just they used things that happened, they just used them incorrectly. To make the flow of this movie work because the beginning of Queen was a very long stretch mm. of time before mm. they even made it. It was like four albums before Bohemian even mm-hmm. was a song. And I don't then, know I'm, I don't know if I'm okay with it. I really we are slowly changing I, I Evan's really mind, don't. people. He's gonna rate this up one. No, I just don't he, he like. Gonna be an angry I don't like the implication sort of that they didn't like. I don't like the implication that it's a biopic, but it's not a biopic. But it's not. Like, it's it, a Queen it's, story. It bothers me. It's just like another lie. Story. Based it's just like on another. You like, lied to me. I just. I really. I strongly dislike altering the truth. Like I. Re- like I'm not like someone like who's like, oh, you change the history books in the schools or something like that. Right. But like I. I no. I am. I. I do think that's fucked up. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, it's. I mean, it's history. I don't think it should be altered that much. Or if it's altered, like, fucking disclaim it. Like tell us at the beginning. They but didn't. I feel like diehard fans probably did know what was inaccurate and what wasn't. Because yeah. they seem to be the only ones who are getting mad about it. I'm very fam- butthurt. Families weren't <laughs> upset about it. I feel like the way they chose to do things, even though it showed the downfall of Freddy, because I'm sure they all got a little too into the rock star lifestyle, because mm. there was, you know, use of things, but. They just made it seem too much like he was a problem. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. But the families aren't mad at this film, so I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be that mad either. I just wish they told us, like, hey, this isn't, like, absolutely accurate. I don't give a shit. I think that with any, but (laughs) I think with any adaptation of any history, there's, there's always creative license. Like, yeah. I understand that there's, yeah. like, these might be, like, really big inaccuracies. But, like, if you look into it, I highly doubt that any film that's based on someone's life is 100% oh. accurate. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just not. 
that's just not realistic. Like, real life isn't as exciting as a movie plot. That's just yeah. how it is. So and that's I think, why I'm trying to not get. I that disagree. Mad. Right. Because, I think. Yeah. You know, I think they did use they used real life things to make it more dramatic, but you know. See, the way I see it is, this movie could have went two ways. One, the way it did, and end on the high note, or two, you would have to extend it even longer and show the downfall of Freddy. I would have almost and, preferred to watch, like, a four-hour documentary, see I think, everything, and not have it be, a, you know, reenactment with people. This was a very well-made film. Casting was great, all that shit. But I feel like I would have, I would have sat through four hours of... Oh yeah. Every learning everything about Freddie Mercury as it happened in the timeline. I mean, I'll sit through four hours of like anything. <laughs> well, based on what you have said, mm. on what the inaccuracies were, mm-hmm. I think for me, what bothers me the most out of everything that you've said is that they made Freddie look like a villain, where yeah. the rest of the band members mm. seemed like they were these like perfect angelic professional yeah. people. Exactly. Like that's what about. I get like the live aid didn't happen like that, and they were mm. actually still on tour and all that stuff. Like I understand why they altered that for the sake of the movie, but for me, what bothers me is like when Freddie had the party and all the other band members were like, "No, we don't drink. We're going home." Yeah. Like that. Like, if that's losers. not, we have families right. and all that shit. Right. I'm like, so I don't like, doubt you had families, but like. Two minutes ago, you were like fucking any random bitch. Like literally, I'm pretty sure it was Roger, the blonde one. Yeah, his name's Roger, right? Mm-hmm. He would walk in with girls and be like, "This is whoever," with like a new bitch every time. And then out of nowhere, was like, "I have a kid and like kids and a wife or whatever." I'm like, "When? Right? When the fuck did that happen? Like it didn't. I know it's supposed to be about Freddie Mercury, but I'm interested in all of them and how they interacted together. Yeah. Not." Freddie being a diva right. who got whose head got too big and I think it's the exaggerated isolation of Freddie Mercury yeah. from the band that would bother me yeah, more so. Yeah, it made him seem like this the goddamn like closet freak mm-hmm. that like was doing everything wrong and like they made him just to be like this selfish, sexualized asshole mm-hmm. when he real like he like he wasn't at all like that like I he was just confused the relationship between him and what the fuck his face is um the um the guy with the there was a million of his name in the in the book because they i think they were they actually together in real life i think i, I don't know, know who you're, you're talking about, about. It was i don't a, know his name i don't think he was an actual like party butler or whatever the fuck oh, yeah was. that guy but um they oh. ended up because he was like you were right i didn't love myself or whatever and then they ended up together because jim. that jim actually happened jim hutton jim hutton yep i thought it was john i remember because the, the several times they looked in the phone book and there was a million of them yeah yeah and uh i think he did have a relationship he did. with someone of that name but i don't know he if was, was his, his partner for I think after Live Aid to yeah. his like final days. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know his backstory. Though. I don't know was if he, he has... actually like cuz let us know in the comment section. That was a part of the whole like Freddie being over dramatic and like throwing mm. these parties cuz he felt lonely and he was like I need a party and you know. Yeah, he was like dangerously lonely to a point yeah. like you saw him alone and Mary like, moved next door and he himself. thought he was going to be okay cuz he would call her and be like Turn your light on. I'm like, the fuck are you guys doing? And then when yeah. she didn't turn the light on, I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, like girl. they just, I, like, I don't. Well, actually, like physically, like in know. the movie, he said at a certain point that when he's alone, he remember I forget exactly what the words he used, but he said like when he's alone, he doesn't like being alone because he doesn't like the silence and being left to his own mind. Yeah, he like he doesn't says like that. himself enough and right. That that waiter guy Jim pointed it out because like they they their little tender moment on the couch that fucking Cheryl laughed at I'm like mm. this is not middle school sex ed like <laughs> men kiss each other yeah. get the fuck over it but like it was always like <laughs> but like that was a pretty like good moment because you know they, he was like stay with me and he was like you don't love yourself like call me when you start to love yourself yeah and then that whole thing happened in the end where he's like you were right and i'm like oh my god <laughs> yes but i'm like did it actually happen that exactly like that i don't think it happened that dramatically <laughs> but like, and then you know they met mary's partner whoever the fuck his name is um and they were all cool with each other david you sure Nope. I think so. Your face. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it David? I think it was David. 
I'm pretty sure I didn't David. like him at first, and I'm like, Freddie. And then he was like, I'm pretty sure David's gay like, was at he? the end. <laughs> that was he hilarious. Did. He did. He's like, I think he's gay. Because at that point, like, he, he went from, like, first of all, being jealous to at the end of the movie, he's just, like, he's just kind of, like, He's just, he's he's more whole at the end. He's kind of yeah. come around. He's embraced the fact that he has AIDS. He's embraced the fact that he is going to die. He's told his band members that he just wants to do what he loves for the rest of the time he has with the people he loves. Yeah. And, and it's like, why did you know, they have to make you look like an asshole in order for you to do that? Because even, like, they, made, they had him, like, push away everyone. They were like, I'm doing my own solo shit because of the money. I don't need you guys. You guys need me. Break up. I think the moral the whole... of the story is something I probably shouldn't say. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something funny, but it's not that funny. It's, it's funny to some people. It's funny to Evan exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. And Evan exclusively. It's funny to me exclusively. It's not really funny at all. I just all want right. to know if huh. he's actually if he was ever that big of an asshole. Because when Mary came over Never. and he was like, I haven't seen you in so long or whatever. And she told him that she was pregnant. He was like, like how, how dare could, you? Like, how could you? Yeah. And he, she's like, how could I? Fuck your mother. And like, left. Fuck your mother. That's pretty rude of him. To say. But like, um, was he actually well, that upset about it? Because I know he was very, obviously Mary is like his pride and joy and will be probably forever even after death like they're they were super close but i'm like is it really to the point that like her getting pregnant upset you because in real life he was very present in the kid's life so i'm like he was is so... this just to make him look like a dick or like i feel like it's to make him look like a dick was yeah. he actually that oversensitive no. about it i know it's one thing about being protective over because you know you were right when he was, he was like i think he's good and like he's just being overprotective of mary because mary is the love of his life well, as he says multiple <clears throat> times but like or maybe he thought he was cute. <laughs> no, he was he was so dangerously lonely that like to him her her taking another partner was the equivalent of like betrayal. betrayal. Yeah. Like it, it was well, like, like he you're wanted, not mine anymore. He was terrified to be alone. So like when right. she had someone else his first thought wasn't thinking about whether or not it was rational to be thinking that this was this jealousy was adequate. He or or I mean jealousy was warranted. He just immediately jumped to, well, now I have nobody. How dare she leave me alone to be with nobody? So she, in his mind, she was still with him even though she wasn't with him. Right, because I mean, all yeah. the band members have have families, and they've all established their separate lives. And, and now he had no one family. except Mary. And then by her saying, "I'm pregnant," like this guy is a real thing. It's not yeah. just a fling. This is my family. Like this is my family. That I think solidified mm-hmm. it, at least in the movie Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. mind. Like, oh, I am on my own. I have no one. It was like, like desperation. And screaming five out. minutes later, in that dramatic ten-minute rain scene. <laughs> oh, it was very dramatic. When he was, because the guy was like, come back in the house. And he's jackets. like, I don't know who I am. <laughs> and all this shit. And he has this like revelation outside. And then he's like, you know what I could do? I have the photos. Whoever the fuck he was. And then like quickly got over and was like, wait, Freddie, come back. I love you. Because Freddie decided to leave and was like, I need my friends. Yeah. Well, because Mr. Fuck Dynasty, for- Paul, <laughs> brought in fucking 10 guys in biker jackets and was like, have your way with Freddie Mercury. He's the best. Yeah. Or, like, he I don't was know having what, fun. His yeah. implications there were not good. Yeah. So Paul got thrown to the wayside. And Mary was like, fuck you. Like, I'm not <laughs> sticking around for this. And then, you know, she was like, come home. Like, these aren't your, these people aren't your family. Like, you mm-hmm. need your family. And mm. he, that, that's when he actually, like, clicked took a hard look. But he couldn't do it if it wasn't raining. That moment. And under true. pressure in the background. <laughs> it was like, that moment. It needed to be raining. And everybody. Was super dramatic. Everybody can relate to that moment. Like, that moment of, like, being told that, being told by, by the voice of reason, whether it be yourself or someone else, that, like, the people you are hanging with are not in it for your best interest. Yeah. Like, that's something that, like, everybody can relate to. Because, like, everybody who's anybody... That sounds weird. Everybody yeah. everybody in general, like, everybody who's, who's, like, has a head on their shoulders has realized at some point that their whatever they're whatever they're doing at a certain part of their life isn't, isn't the best, or someone has brought that to their attention, yeah. and they've realized, oh, shit, like, I'm kind of just living for moments and not really for actual self-growth. 
and and like I mean I've I've been there. Everybody can relate to it. that's what I mean. Everybody can relate to it, and that's why I mean if this was crafted for the movie, you know, it was crafted because everybody can relate to it. Yeah. Mm. Which yeah. is what they did. But that we jumped around a lot, but that's basically all it was. But after that whole dramatic, they jumped around. A lot. Come home to your family, shit. Um. Oh. No. Yes. Yes. There was, Maybe. Uh, there was parts when he... I can't remember where all of this lands. There was parts when he was recording his solo shit, and he coughed into a tissue and saw blood. And yeah. then at some point in there, he happening. went to the clinic, and they told him he had AIDS in a very dramatic scene mm-hmm. in his glasses. I was like, nice shot. Um... Where he walked out and there was another patient who was like, Ew. Oh, was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real dramatically. And I don't know where that sat in this shit. Like, after the rain scene, did he just go to the clinic or, like, did that happen before? Didn't he call, he called, was it Miami? He called someone and said, I, I need, like, he said, like, I need to come home or I need yeah, my, I need the... But that was, that was to see the band. Right. And yeah. then... Because he found out that Live Aid was a thing. Right. Well, I think I know what it was. But I don't, I don't remember where the clinic part sat. He was on the couch and he was, like, coughing and stuff. Oh. And then they show the AIDS right, patients right, 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 on TV. Right, right, And he's like, oh. I maybe. have AIDS. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it wasn't, yeah. like, focused on really... Yeah, I don't think they. Apparently, they he was like sick. Be, I don't like, think they focused too hard on. They it. subtly like threw it in. Yeah. There's actually a tiny detail in, in the beginning of the movie that they were playing like they're, they're um, doing a New York tour. They're playing Manhattan somewhere, mm-hmm. Brooklyn or whatever. I appreciate that they got away with making the movie about AIDS without throwing it in our face. It was. It was. I saw it. and It was very subtle. Yeah. But what I was trying to say is, somebody did the math in like a book or something. There's either book, article, or whatever about when he would have gotten AIDS. Mm-hmm. And based on the math, it would have been in New York City around that time in like the early 1980s because it takes about 10 years to kill you. Mm. So they had a scene where they is saw. This the truck stop guy? The truck stop guy. Oh. That's, that has been bugging me since that I've seen this movie. That's slut. why that was relevant. I'm like, did this mother? Guy? I'm like, that did was... this motherfucker give Freddie some HIV? That was when he was still like saying I love you to Mary and stuff like and that. Like didn't... I miss you, but right. it was when it's when you first saw him try to like question his. It was own implied because they right. played it was like, that haunting implied. song. Yeah. That haunting song. It was a Queen song, but it was like a haunting song they played. And and then they showed like the look, the the glances, and then they just cut away. And I was like, did they? Did he do it, or was he just thinking about it? So that's what I I'm thinking. That like that, I, that something caught there, my though. attention. I'm like, I don't tell me. Say he did it. That look he gave him because was since a little, yeah, he went into the was bathroom. Like I'm out of trust. I don't they remember didn't show that part. Him. They showed him like showed looking him. around the corner. I thought they showed him walking towards the bathroom. No, I think they just showed him looking okay? at the bathroom, and then they cut away. They might have cut while he was stepping towards the bathroom. It was unclear. We will get back to you later. There was also another time where that creepy guy, I don't know, was, would you say his name was Paul? Paul. That's yeah. his name. And then he had a friend. He was like, this is whatever. Like, and then they all three walked away. Yeah. I'm like, do they have a three-way? And he was like in a robe. There was, oh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of like wildly implied. Impl- yeah. They didn't like show it much at like out in no. the open, but it was heavily implied. No, they show it when Paul like kissed him and he was like, we only work together. That is it. And then by the end, they're having like gangbangs with biker dudes. And I'm like. And having a great time doing it. Did that? <laughs> not, not, I'm not judging. Everyone can that do whatever Paul the fuck they so want. That guy Paul was so cringy. He was so hateful. But was Paul legit? Was he real? I don't His know. His own driving force. He was the one who found out about the uh, $4 million contract, and he told his actual like agent guy to tell him, and then right. like, Freddie kicked him out of the limo. He's like, it's just you and me. And then it was just them two, and then he's bringing home biker gangs, and then he was like, I have, I can blackmail you. I have the photos and all that shit. I, like, were you an actual... I would believe. I mean, I have absolutely no idea, a, but I would I believe no that he either. would also. Someone be, might black, try to blackmail him, but I don't think it probably happened in that way because that's not how he got back with a band. I think in the mm. same way that 
the Michael Myers character was kind of like a combination mm-hmm. of a lot of records that rejected him. That guy, Paul, could have been like kind of just a combination of all of the like negative forces that were impacting him. Freddy and like his right. bad influences in general. Yeah. And they kind of just grouped that into this one character to right. make it more like palatable. Yeah. yeah. That's believable. Yeah. I don't. Well, I have okay no idea if that's true. Yeah, I, I just couldn't find really no, find yeah. anything. Because at first, I thought Mike Myers at first was supposed to be one guy. Um, but I did like more research after this because I was super intrigued, and he was just supposed to be a kind of. It's never just a one bunch guy, of right? People. So Paul could have also been, been in the same respect been like a bunch of negative influences that yeah. were affecting. Because there's Freddy. no fucking doubt that they weren't dabbling in some weird shit being, you know, the queen. Right. Yeah. But or even just in general, like that void like whoever it might have been in real in Freddie's real life telling him like you should be a solo artist, like you're better than them. Like that could have been multiple the 70s different and people. 80s. So everyone mm. did everything and everyone back then. Trish. Free yeah. love. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what uh so uh, in closing um, after we wrap, so oh, oh first of all, let, let's talk about this end performance because like you guys loved Live Aid performance. Amazing. Oh, it's amazing! I thought that it just from like a non-Queen diehard Have fan. Have you watched the real thing? No. Oh, it's Go insane! Go watch it and you will. No, no, no. I want you to not talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to <laughs> Sam right now. I want you to not I feel talk. like you were gonna say something that will completely no, no. be. Erased I'm not. If it's you were it's, to watch it's irrelevant. It's okay. irrelevant. Right. I, I understand why you like. <laughs> it's relevant. You're trying to say. No, it's not. Okay. I, I I understand that you both liked the Live Aid performance because it was really authentic to the way it really happened. But here's my problem with it. All right. Going through it as like a movie structure person who's like going in and watching a movie, not really understanding the backstory super super much. I thought there was so much, too much. Too much. They put. I, th- I thought after the first song of the live aid performance. I thought after the first song, the credits should have rolled, and it would have been mint. They did yeah. that on purpose because live aid was a very big deal at the time, and yeah. that is one of their performances that they are most known for, and the size of the arena and all that shit, and, and the whole crowd they performed with. That was the whole purpose of that, because when you think of Queen, that performance pops into a lot of people's heads. Always. Yeah. And it's just, it's, that's like their, they've had tons of performances, but like that is just an iconic one. Even if it is just like white walls and that's it. Like they had a solid performance through that shit. Yeah. And it was very, they did a very good job keeping it accurate to how it actually happened because they even used the uh, track from it. It was all the, Actual queen, like Freddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was the whole movie, right? It was all Not the part. entire Not movie, the entire but the the, the big part. The live performance, it, it, it was, if you watch the live performance. Which you really one, should, it's very should. good. I think you should. I mean, I'll check it out, but like, I'm just you saying. You don't like, have to watch the full thing, just the first no, you five do. minutes will fucking get yeah. you, and you'll be like, all right. Like, then like, you finish the whole thing. Being, uh, yeah. being a movie <laughs> podcast and having the the ability to have multiple point of views in the podcast mm-hmm. i'm just saying like from a movie perspective like from a movie structure perspective there wasn't enough going on no it it's it, it, it just i just thought i i would have been fine if they ended it after the first song it's like from a movie perspective i thought that like in theaters it should have ended after the first live aid song in the performance and then they should have released an extended edition on the dvd and made everybody happy Yep. But I think they made that okay. misstep and lost a lot of people by making the movie a little bit too long. And, well, and I don't think that lost anybody but you guys. I, it, well, here's the thing. It didn't lose me, but like I'm trying to be... You were like, wholly, I gotta go. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to be wholly critical <laughs> of the movie like as a whole. Like I, yeah. lo- I loved it. I thought it was a great movie, but like I do think that when a movie's too long, it needs to be addressed because there are a lot of movies now that are two hours long that and don't need, don't need to, be. to be like red yeah. sparrow which was a flying piece of shit um Good you know bird reference <laughs> oh shit I, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> but like there's like movies are just longer these days because people watch netflix and, and they just get away with making longer movies which i have no problem with i but, like, do see what you're saying i, mm. I agree yeah. i mean i don't, I don't agree with you i don't i, 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 I do with you <laughs> 
I do see what you're saying. I thought they were going to put the whole Live Aid concert in yeah. the movie. It's a really it short like concert. That. Yeah. It's only like 20 minutes, Yeah, I they think. only have 20 minute oh. slots, which was legit, but yeah. they... They came back later that day. They just day. played the songs that most people knew. Even if you weren't yeah. a huge Queen fan, they played the songs that people would be like, I know what that is. I agree with what Evan is saying, though. I don't think I feel as strongly maybe but for me through the movie I was like okay this is a good movie I like this movie mm-hmm. and then the end after like the first song I was like okay let's wrap this up and then right. by like the third song I don't even know how many they ended up doing I was so relieved um, to I get up like four in total and then they were like Freddie Mercury died as right yeah. so like at that <laughs> point I was just so relieved to be done like, oh, okay. that it impact it negatively impacted my experience they did of the movie every song except two I believe yeah here's a solution Cut more cutaways to family and friends enjoying the performance. There's a solution. They didn't do it. They had cutaways. Not enough. You don't remember that same old guy they kept showing? Mm. Yeah, that <laughs> showed Mary's reaction to stuff. Not and enough. They showed the crowd when he was doing his whole AO shit. Not enough. And then he was like, "All right." And his like, family. Right. I would that like, actually happened. And it was beautiful. I would have liked to see so- Paul. Paul chewing his fingernails and fuck. God damn it. That would have just been so. No, that would have been done. I all figured it out. Yeah, it would have been. That I don't, been I don't know. Like, I, I, I was think... already mad when he was like, I could blackmail you. And then so Cuckoo's like, wait, come back. I'm like, figure it out. No, okay, so I was being. Uh, no, I'm exaggerating a little bit. It doesn't need to be. It didn't need to perci- specifically be like him being like butthurt, mm-hmm. but like something. Some sort of. He spoiled me. He, like, it, uh, I got across in that movie. I mean. Some people may think that he swindled him completely, but like I got across in that movie that he did genuinely care about Freddy and that things got out of hand and he literally lost someone. I think Paul lost someone over his own greed. Yeah. And and I think yeah. that that if they brought that full circle during the concert, just something else to throw in there and break it up. Real. Yeah, I think that Possibly. he's too insignificant. Gone too far anyway. But. All right. Anyway. Anyway, Shall we? Uh, it was great. I did like when they did show uh, the producer again, though, going basically, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, see, that was that little, like, funny moment that didn't need to be in there, but, like... Yeah, I'm happy with it. It was, like, now. the little zoom in. He's like, oh, <laughs> I did like that. Stewing in his own, like, oh, I fucked up. But, like, there are a lot of people who turned their back on Queen in their journey to being iconic, and mm. they probably feel hella stupid. They're definitely, like, when you look back at, like, how different they were, it's insane. Like, they're so different today than any other band that it's ever been. Yeah. You know? Mm. They were able to be versatile, but still... I feel like now people turn on people for changing their sound. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. As frequently as Queen did. They still... I feel like they still sounded like Queen with every song. It's because they but but it's different. They were so different. But it's like the second anyone branches out, they're like, you're trying to take this fan base away, or you're fake, you're not this, you're not whatever. And it's like, I get that with some people. There's some people I just feel I should stay in their motherfucking lane. But I feel like back in the day, you could kind of be whatever you wanted when it came to, especially with rock and roll and shit like that. Like, you kind of needed to... I don't know, because they, they were saying, like, the names of the bands they'd be performing with, in, uh, you know, for the Live Aid performance as if they weren't also equally as big as they were. And I'm like, wow, you guys are really humble. Appreciate you. Yeah. But, like, unlike you, who can't tell ACDC from, you know, I can tell Guns them apart. Guns N' Roses, like, Shame. I, the, a lot of ACDC songs. They do all sound like I like ACDC. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of their songs do sound the same. Out of that entire hair metal Compared group, to, not calling Queen hair metal, but like out of that entire dare. hair metal group, <laughs> out of out of the entire eighties, eighties into nineties, arguably hair metal arena rock groups. Who do you think my favorite is? Out of all of them. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna go with Motley Crue. Fucking Motley Crue? I'm gonna go with Jesus Motley Crue. Christ, I'm what, are my, what are my options? I'm just gonna give you it. Megadeth. So, like... Oh. Uh, can, I thought I meant, like, glam metal. By yeah. what I liked, that you can see that I liked the black sheep in the group. I never was a huge fan of, like, the big arena rock or hair metal bands, but I really liked Megadeth like because they were different. 
I hated Kiss. I still hate Kiss. <laughs> and I am insulted that you I was going to guess that one, but I thought you were going like, to hit me hard. You thought you were clever. You thought I was going to go, oh, I love Kiss. Catch tickets to Evan and I's fist fight. <laughs> I'll oh my be the God, I pay so much money to see that. Both Taylor, be the commentator. <laughs> I have all my Live on pay-per-view. <laughs> all right, so before this gets R-rated, um, as if it hasn't been already. X-rated coming your um, way soon. Whoa. <laughs> what is your review of this movie and your final thoughts? Uh, see, I, I went into the movie... Yes, Not maybe. as somebody who didn't know anything about Queen. I, Queen's one of my favorite bands. They've always been one of my favorite bands. So seeing the movie, I, I'm just like, mm, okay, it's a good movie as a movie, but as a diehard Queen fan, I give it a C, maybe a C plus. We need a one out of ten. We need numbers. God damn it! <laughs> Should have told me this before. He didn't say that to you. Okay. He did not. Okay. I was not I the impression. It. You whispered. I'll give it like six and a half to a seven. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad movie. It's just. Bias. Yeah, accuracy yeah. is yeah. overlooked. I give this movie a seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half. Honestly, I don't have any strong feelings either way because I didn't come in as a fan or as a non-fan. I just thought it was a decent movie and I thought it was too long. And it gets a seven. Yeah. I really don't have too strong of an opinion either way on it on this one. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Until that was too long. Um, if it ended a little bit sooner, I would have given it a higher grade. I thought the acting was fantastic. I thought the cinematography was fantastic. I thought everything else in the movie was more or less fantastic. Just too long of a movie, and it does bother me that it was a little bit more inaccurate than I would have liked. I just I have a problem with biopics not being biopics. And uh, having knowing that after the fact, I'm going to give it a lower grade than I was going to give it. So it was an 8. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Um, it's still a very strong movie. And I thought the actor who played Freddie Mercury did an absolutely incredible he job. He's not get an award for this performance. He's, I'm yeah. be very upset. You um, can tell he tried hard. So turn it over to you. Um, so I'm going to completely separate the story from how I'm going to grade it in terms of a film. I think cinematography-wise, it was fantastic. Casting was absolutely fucking fantastic. I had zero problem with the length of it. Um, I feel like it had a good amount of, like, parts that made you chuckle a little bit, parts, even though they weren't accurate, they, like, pulled at your heartstrings a little bit. Um, So in terms of it following the typical good film, you know, list... Uh, I think it is an 8, but in terms of its inaccuracies, I'm bumping it down to a 7. It wasn't a bad film. I like that they included, you know, his relationship with Mary and, like, the relationship with his cats. And I think Rami Malek's performance, especially, like, all the live performances and stuff like that, and, like, that Live Aid performance, though how it happened wasn't legit, how they recreated it was enough to save this film for me. Mm. Um but the inaccuracies of it are enough to make me be like, oh, I don't like how you did that, because some ignorant fuck's gonna think that's what happened. Yeah, maybe. So, um, overall, <laughs> a se- yes. So, overall, I'd, I'd give it a seven. We're all at, like, solid sevens right yeah. now. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. We need, like, those cards, but then I remember there's people who only listen to us. We're all on the same page. More, just different things bothered us more than others. Yeah. I feel like. I agree. Yeah. Mm. So, um, definitely see Bohemian Rhapsody, but also uh, definitely check out the real shit, like Live Aid performance. Watch the live aid performance. Watch the live aid before Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I watched it afterwards. I knew of it. I've seen pictures of it, but I never sat and watched the whole thing. And I literally, like, I literally started sobbing the second I saw the Pepsi cups. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They did so good. It was, I, oh yeah, that I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool because had, it definitely was. Dude, the cups on the piano were how they were in the performance. Just oh no, like, shit! His oh, movements, it was painfully. It's, it was <sighs> maybe because all of the, the inaccuracies can be ignored for that one recreation of. They the used all their brain power on Live Aid to forget about the rest of the movie, and they built that arena. That wasn't like a green screen thing in because that arena does not exist anymore, but they built a replica of it for this movie. Oh, they built a replica of a fucking church in the show I'm on right now. Amazing. It's it's like it's like 
crazy. Like, all right, I'd like to have that money. They built houses. Build they built houses inside the studio. And like me and like the other grips are like, can we just, can you build us a house? And we'll, <laughs> you know, we'll live there after you're done. You, know, you don't have to tear it down. Yeah. Like, we'll just fucking take it out ourselves. I want to go to like <laughs> abandoned movie sets. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. There's one in uh, Weymouth, apparently. Um, Patriot's Day. Well, shit, is we gotta go. On that street that goes to that um, place we almost lived. Whoa. Place we almost lived? The, um, wow. we almost moved to, uh, well, we didn't really almost move, but we looked at this place that was uh, up the street in Weymouth near the old Air Force Army base. Oh, I don't remember what that area looks it's like at all. something point, Union Point. Oh, oh, yeah, Union yeah, Point. Yeah, It's up that way. Paul just posted a bunch of pictures on Instagram about it. Just pictures from Patriots Day. They built up, like, facades create. of houses and stuff. It's pretty crazy. I think you can just go see it. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, I don't think it's, like, walled off or anything. There's a lot of them that they, they just leave them there and they're like, nature takes you back? Okay. But like, they don't have them. Usually they abandon sets. They don't ever you know. It's kind of crazy. Keep them under lock and key. They're like, do what you want with it. Really? So like, yeah. I think, oh. Oh, fuck, I remember seeing a bunch of them. No, I, I can't remember what they were for. Mm. Never mind. I would love to just have money to go visit abandoned movie sets and see what nature has done to them, depending on how long they've been there. They were pretty cool. I have a sick obsession with, like, nature taking over. I can't wait for the apocalypse. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> that being said... Coming soon! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was delayed. <sighs> Matt, anything to plug? Uh, no. Oh, just one more thing. Yeah. They didn't really originally have Rami Malek as playing Freddie Mercury. Oh, someone else, oh. yeah. They had the guy from Borat playing Freddie Mercury. Oh, they did? Everyone was talking about that. Yeah, right? Sasha, Baron, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. I thought Baron that Cohen. was a joke. How nope. wild would that have been? I thought, I think it would have been an equally good choice. No. Probably. No. Mm. He's a good actor. He looks more like Freddie Mercury. Yes, I will give I've him never that. seen him in that kind of role. So I've never know. seen him in that kind of role either, but I, I like but that face. But I would have hated it if it was anyone else, I think. Yeah. I do think he does look a little bit more like him. Freddie Mercury is a very flat face compared to um, Remy Malik's gorgeous gremlin-looking face. He's so <laughs> ugly. He's hot. I just, <laughs> there's something about him that I'm like because his eyes freak people out. I guess and I'm like, no, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into it. I feel like if it was anyone else, I wouldn't. I'm into it. it oh man. Much. All right. I got nothing to plug. He's a pretty man. Go ahead. Nothing to plug. No. Alright, so... I don't have time for this. I'm not going to plug myself today either, so just go. <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up. Thanks everyone for watching. Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network. Uh, check us out next week for another review. Check out Hop Top Films. Also, we're doing a lot of joint projects together. Um, also, projects that Night Terror Effects is in as Woo! well. And TV, photography, and design help on as well. Um, we are coming out with an office-style comedy show soon. A beer show. A music review show. And soon the winter is coming. Actually, it's after the winter. We're doing a Game of Thrones show, but it's going to be after the winter. <laughs> the winter Thanks, is Rob. gone. The winter is currently <laughs> here right now. Real good timing. But it's anyway, snowing right now. final scene of Game of Thrones coming out. Final season, mm -hmm. not seasoning. Final season of Game of Thrones is coming out April. Stay tuned for their podcast and, and video podcast, which is coming soon on Brutal Ass Network in 2019. Yeah. Thank you and have a good week. Good night. Peace.